Is that I forgot how things work, because it's been a while. It has been a while. Mm. But we're back now. We are back. And things things have happened, <laughs> Gwen. Things have happened? What has happened, Chris? Well, it's not even out yet, Gwen, but Mass Effect Andromeda is a thing that I feel you in particular should talk about, because everyone's gone crazy about how bad the animations are, and... Yeah. That's your trade. That's where you make your make your moolah on damn animations. That is so true. I figured, I figured you'd be the person to talk about these things. So uh, people are playing the EA Access pre-release thing. And apparently all these huge problems that people are seeing are not going to be fixed for a day one patch. So this is going to be how the game comes out. Mm-hmm. And there's weird animation glitches with people walking all weird and all stuff like that which <laughs> yeah i've definitely isn't... seen the clips on on uh, twitter and stuff the yeah crab like walking and the eye the eyes flying around and stuff yeah there's like the same four or five gifs going around of people talking about how it's the end of the world i never it's like come on guys this is in like most games that you're going to see stuff like this but uh mm. i think one of the bigger complaints that i think is more interesting to talk about is just the facial and character animations in general looking kind of lifeless a lot of people seem to be comparing it to the witcher 3 Mm -hmm. i don't know why that was the go-to but for some reason there was a tweet going around with people saying like like free dudes in poland made this and i was like well it's not quite free dudes in poland (laughs) yeah it's a little more than three (laughs) i mean yes they're an independent company but there's a few of them but uh anyway but um yeah, EA being yeah. Such, ha- I mean, having such a huge team and it looking you, kind of dead. Yeah. So I, I'm, I have no idea. I don't work for EA. What's happening there? And I don't know much about their engine, but I mean, I can, I can definitely explain a, a lot of um, just generalities about AAA and how this sort of thing happens. Um, I would love to know. First off, you have to understand that when you have as much dialogue as a game like like Mass Effect or any of these AAA games have, nobody is hand keying the uh, the the lip sync. That's mm. a f- that would be impossible. Like we're talking about we're talking about hundreds of hours of dialogue here. Um so you use an automated system. A uh, common one is face effects. Uh it uh basically you copy and paste in the the script uh and this will animate the mouth for you. Um, and there, there's some finesse to this. Like ideally you get an intern or a junior or somebody to go in and, um, rather than spell out the words the way they should be spelled, you spell them out phonetically. Uh, and that kind of like gets you a better result. Uh, but, Uh. but basically like a machine does the actual lip syncing. Um, and then for everything else, like the body language and the expression of the face, you add another layer that's kind of an emotion layer. Uh, and what happens is an, an animator will go and they'll set a series of emotion sliders. Like the slide, you can slide this from happy to sad. And you can think of this as like um, whenever you have a character creator and you're making somebody like uh, leaner or, or heavier, you know, like you just have, mm. you create a bunch of these kinds of sliders and you give them to the design team to implement because like obviously animators are not going through and setting the emotions for each each character and that sort of thing. Uh, and then you're an army of designers and implementers goes in and they say, okay, um, they, they do the actual scripting for the scene, which is um, when the character, 
when the player hits X at this moment uh, and to start the scene, then take control of the camera, uh, lock the cameras, lock the player so the player can't move, have the player head track uh, this target, set this NPC to look at the player, set this NPC to speak this line, set this NPC to have this emotion. And there's just a lot of scripting that's involved um, in, in making a character look um, good. And I, mm. I think that's actually where the, the ball was, was dropped, um, I, would, I would guess. Uh, you always give these, you give the designers extreme poses and you hope they don't put, uh, like, you, you set happy uh, with the attention of it only ever going up to 10. And if a designer pushes it to 15, you don't really have control over that. It's kind of <laughs> yeah. out of your hands. Uh, and you trust your implementers to implement well. Um, and uh, I think, I don't know what happened, um, but if this is the, if this is what's going on, um, it, it looks to me like it could be poor implementation. Uh, mm. Another thing it could be for these, these faces, it's possible um, that uh, at the last minute and somebody went into the system and set what is two for happy to be, uh, sorry, what is 10 for happy to be two. And then all of a sudden that has a ripple effect throughout the entire game where anytime somebody's happy, they're insanely happy. Or yeah. It's possible that somehow a layer got added on, um, maybe because their character customization system is very robust. That's um, maybe some some combination of the the character creator and uh, the the standard face effects is creating um, these these over the top poses. And it, I hope that's the case because if that's the case, that's an easy fix. Somebody can just go in and and undo whatever extra layer they added. Um, and then everything will go back to looking the way the the content people authored it at. I'm hmm. uh, that's a possibility. Uh, these things do kind of come in pretty hot. I I bet nobody EA is allowed to talk about it right now. I don't um, think so. No, because the marketing is going to figure out the ideal way to to uh, to handle the press and and how things are happening. Well, I think I mean. <clears throat> It's very odd because, like, you'll get these really weird poses. Like, I've seen this one picture of the main character's face where I think she is meant to be expressing, like, I am pleased, but, like, her whole face is kind of squished into this weird, like, like someone's holding onto her cheeks, like, with claws <laughs> and, like, sort of pulling them up. And she's trying to look happy through it. It's like, yay. But then in dialogue sections, like, they look like weird androids that are trying to convince you that they are people but it's like you're not people i can i can tell you're an android you can't trick me <laughs> that so there's just, a lot of that yeah that that could that comes back to that could be um just nobody set an expression on the face like mm. a uh whoever was scripting that scene didn't script it um to have expression i mean you you rely a lot on your content people it takes a village to make this uh to make a game like this it takes a yeah. lot of people working in concert um, and I, I think it's it's funny people are looking for an animator to blame when there's yeah no way that an animator was responsible at all. Like animators give you the tools and then somebody puts that in game. And if character like no, it, none of these scenes that are online have been seen <coughs> by the animation team most likely. Yeah. Um. So I, 
I, and I'll say like very recently, um, somebody on Facebook called out a very specific like animation lead that used to be a cosplayer or something and wrote a giant article about how, yeah, I saw about this. Yeah. Uh, about like this human is to blame for the everything. And that's so absurd. The idea that one person um, yeah. out of hundreds is the one to blame for, for, uh, a, I don't want to call it a catastrophe, but but for for um, for a problem in a game, yeah. Well, one person could be to blame for a problem, but this is not a problem. This is like a a general um, uh, lack of expression on the characters. Yeah, that, I, and it's... it you know it could be one person. It could be a bug. I don't know their um, I don't know their tech for sure. Like I said, it could just be. Um, somebody in code over um said the like added a line of code at the end that scrapped whatever face effects input was put in and and overrode it with some other thing like Mm. who even knows we can't get information so there's no way to know there for sure no i mean it sounds like there's a lot at play here which is i mean one it sounds like there's a basic lack of understanding as to what an animator's role is in a video game mm-hmm. because like you say if, if this is you see this and you're like oh this is scripting or something like that this yeah. isn't specifically what the animators have done fact, because the animators do a different job yeah i i mean i can i can detail the other bugs as well that i've seen in the various gifs online i can tell you exactly how they could happen specifically the uh the kind of crab walk that you're oh, seeing. how does that happen i love that in games <laughs> weird walks are like my favorite when you find them and you're like oh <gasps> I lo- oh, well, we've discussed before how I weird glitches and stuff. I love them because it makes the world feel all different. Yeah, I love I love them. I mean, I I see it and I, to me it's just not exciting. It's just a bug that I've seen a million times before and I can tell you all the the ways that that happens. Like the second yeah. I saw that character that was kind of like going um the that was kind of like walking like a crab, the yeah. first thing I thought was okay. So I think she ran up the stairs very quickly, and uh, when you run upstairs, you're set because she's running up an incline. The IK system is pulling the pelvis down and uh, setting the uh, the legs to to run wider, um, and that's just not getting reset when she enters solid ground. Uh, so no, now it just keeps getting wider. Yeah, so she's acting like she's running upstairs. Um, she's leaning in as though she's running upstairs, but uh, she's she's running around on a flat surface. That was like immediately my first thought. My second thought was if it's not that, it could be that um, the collision is not set properly on the ground mm. she's walking on. So her her physics is actually halfway through the ground. The character is actually half or <laughs> like a, a foot or so beneath the ground. But the IK mm. is trying to solve that by pulling the feet up. Uh, that's another way you could get a crab walk like that. Um, there, There's just so many ways this could happen, Chris, that it like... Uh, and I mean, I've debugged these problems before. Like the these are standard problems you see right up until the end of development when you fix all your mm. bugs. I think the uh, that that end place where you fix all the bugs maybe was where something went awry. Like like nothing that none of these gifts look weird to me. This just yeah. looks like a game that hasn't quite been finished yet. And it it honestly games do look like this and do have these glitches right up until like uh you get uh you start your bug burn down 
Uh, by ZBR, you shouldn't have them. But this is like I said, it it just sounds like a general lack of understanding as to what an animator does. Because I guess you just, as a consumer, you see a thing moving and you're like, that's an animation. The animation is wrong. Whereas that's mm. not really how the whole thing works. There's also, like you say, with people going crazy about some specific animator with death threats and all sorts of madness. And, yeah. And, and the level, I mean, that's obviously crazy. That's That's people that are mentally unwell. But there's also just a level of anger online that like i've been trying to figure out exactly how to tweet my opinion of you know how my whole career is video games and yeah i spend all day thinking about them and i that that's that's my whole thing but honestly you guys care about this far too much it is not that important well there are fans this is a beloved franchise and there is definitely but i know but there when when you release something that's part of this beloved franchise and it's of poor quality um in a way it tarnishes some of the games that came before i don't think it does i i honestly like Uh, i've never understood that opinion fully because it's the same way midichlorians um it didn't know on legit that is a thing so this is this is a thing with me (laughs) Okay. I've never, I have never liked it when people are like, "Oh, you've ruined it now." It's like, no, you haven't. The, the old stuff is still the same. It's not changed. There is nothing different about it. It's you can still enjoy that in exactly the same way you did before. This is a you thing, like that you didn't like this, and that's fine. But ultimately, I don't know. I think this is just a basic base thing for me, where I'm like, you're really throwing all your anger and annoyance at this thing, where it's like. It's not that important. Like, it really isn't. <laughs> like, it's not. It's, you should it's enjoy it game. and you should be happy or you should just be like, oh, that kind of sucked. And you can sit and moan about it. But to take it to a level where you're starting campaigns and going crazy, it's like, what else do you not have going on that this is such a big problem? I don't know. I, it's just me. I understand. This is video games. There does need to be a step back where people yeah. realize that this is a hobby and, and this is not something where you're... You should try to make somebody miserable online. I do. I do feel um, that releasing a a very poor quality sequel can tarnish the franchise. I absolutely feel that way. Mm. I feel that um, you can by, for instance, over explaining a backstory that that wasn't part of that that uh, that informs an earlier movie or an earlier game can actually tarnish an earlier movie or an earlier game. I I just. Um, I understand that. I don't understand the... Well, I I understand that, and I understand that a lot of people do, have no idea how game development works, so mm. piling on a specific animator as though one animator in particular could possibly be at fault is... Um, uh, I guess I get how that could happen, even though it's really ill-informed. I think... Um, uh, I... I really don't like the vitriol that I, I don't like vitriol towards developers in general. Um, that's the I, thing, right? I mean, I guess that's, that's kind of my base point with all of this. When people are mad, cause I get it. Like you can have, like you say, midichlorians is a good example where it's like, Oh, you took away all the mystery. It's just bugs in your blood. It's yeah. like, uh, I get, I do get that. And I can see how that makes it less of a thing. But I think, yeah, that that's kind of the main thing. 
that I react so negatively to myself is when people are getting so angry towards these people that have made something that yeah i I just think like what 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 is wrong with you like why you don't you love this isn't this the thing you love and i get the passion can make you say like oh this like i've i've i was just actually having a reread a review i wrote the uh last year i gave something three out of ten and fucking hated every minute of playing that game but that's as far as that went. <laughs> like, it didn't go into, and the developers are bad people. And no. I'll say, we've never talked about um, feminist stuff on this podcast, and I, I probably want to keep it that way. But okay. there has been a YouTube video that is making the rounds um, that is a critique of this game that is saying that the char- the female characters were, were intentionally made ugly because of social justice warriors and feminism. Fuck's sake. That is hilarious. In in just how insanely ill-informed it is. Um <laughs> fucking and, and uh I mean it's making the rounds and, and it, it seems like people are are believing this which what? is which is funny because first off there is no way a publicly traded company is going to um cow to a couple of artists whims every single Mm. one of the main characters is absolutely uh put in front of a panel of of um every in particular they call that the cover Mm. do you understand how researched cover art is on a triple a game like do you understand how many hundreds of millions of dollars go into the cover art uh Mm. or or not into hundreds of millions but like hundreds you you could talk a hundred million a for, a mar- for a marketing budget a hundred million sure so if yeah. when and the cover art in particular is insanely important it mm. is uh how mo- it, it is one of those weird things that really does inform a consumer's decision to buy it's what yeah. gets people to pick it up off the shelf it's the first thing you see when you're in the Xbox store so the cover art is absolutely shown to uh to just um panels of people to to strangers in the street. Um, the cover art is very carefully considered. The game developers have absolutely no say over the cover art. That mm. is handled by EA entirely. There is no social justice warrior designer that decided that the cover art was going to be an alien rather than a than um, you know, Shepard or whatever the protagonist is in in Mass Effect Andromeda. That's just not how it works, man. Mm. And um, EA absolutely had their marketing team research this. It, the idea that that any game developer could influence this at all was just like I had to laugh. It's so absurd, and right down to your um, obviously your your hero characters, your character art is also market tested. Obviously, those are also shown to to panels of people. I mean, maybe not as it's probably not critiqued as highly by EA as uh, the cover art is. But I can tell you, like, Laura Croft from Tomb Raider gets reviewed by Square, Booker, and Liz from Bioshock Infinite get reviewed by, by Take-Two and 2K. Like, uh, they they don't... The game developers don't really have the final say in how these characters look, even if they wanted to. And the idea mm-hmm. that you would intentionally make women look ugly because of feminism is so laughable and weird. And, and just, like... Uh, an impossible 
like I don't even know how you get from A to B there. Like that doesn't even that does I like I can't even grok that to be honest. I I don't even understand how people that fucking stupid get from A to B in their day to day life. <laughs> like how they get out the front door putting no, the shoes on. I don't understand I, that. But let me tell you, that was as somebody who's not been a part of uh or researched a lot of whatever the hell is going on with Gamergate and shit. Mm. That stood out as being the most absurd YouTube video I have ever seen. Like, that was just mm. so ill-informed. Everything that's happened this way last week was pretty... Um, just betraying a general lack of understanding about how publicly traded companies work. And a <laughs> well, lack of... Un- I mean, fucking... A lack of understanding about the number of people it takes to make a game. And, and what goes into making a AAA title. This is I not think- some indie basement title. You know how people were, like, super into conspiracy theories, like, in the 90s because of the X-Files? And it was all about, like, shit, man, the government and conspiracies. And that's still a thing. But Mm. I think that same thing has just sort of bled into video games as well. Even on a low level, there's still so many people that are like, fucking, this is the real shit, man. I figured it out. And it's like, it's just a fucking game, dude. No one's sitting there thinking that fucking much about how they're gonna fuck you personally over with their video game it's like uh i don't know i didn't even know about that whole thing so it's like i don't know people are dumb gwen and and i mean that's a big part of the culture at the moment people that are mad and they feel like they're having their toys taken away by someone that isn't them i don't get it i don't think i ever will it is why for until I went indie, uh, I didn't have Twitter. Um, and I, I mm. started, I got a Twitter and, and um, I I engaged in social media, to, to say that out loud, mostly because uh, when you go indie, that's such a huge part about being indie is, it is. your consumers want to get to know you. They want to, your consumers want to have that direct connection with you. Whereas in mm-hmm. AAA, that was never the case. Like most people who play Call of Duty can't even name the studio that played the late or that made the latest no, call of duty it's right not, it's not that's not the culture for that they want to play the game they're not <laughs> they don't it's, care who made it they just want it to be good exactly and so uh a lot of the um a lot of what's uh, i will say social since i've gotten involved in doing these sorts of things like podcasts and being on twitter it takes up an alarming amount of time and uh, it can leave you feeling extremely negative, and I—that's mm-hmm. I think why I, I avoid the conversations yeah. about these sorts of things. Um, I don't really know where I'm going with this, but I no that 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 is a totally valid and sensible way to look at it. I generally don't, I generally won't tweet a lot of my opinions on stuff. Like I think the most I tweeted about Mass Effect was just. I think I'm going to wait until I play the actual game rather than getting mad about the same five gifts. Like, that that was it. Like, I'm, I'm like, I can't be... Because the problem is, for me, I have many opinions, as everyone does, because that's how a brain works. <laughs> but I can't be doing with arguing with people on the internet about it. Like, yeah, I have no fucking interest at all. The rare times I've ever put, like, I think this, you fucks, on the internet... And then someone's been like, fuck you, I don't agree. I instantly regret it because I'm like, I don't I don't actually care. Like, I don't want to mm. argue with you about it the other at thing, all. It's, it's weird to me that people are very, very hung up on the um, the background characters and these scenes in, in Mass Effect. Because I always felt like in Bioware, um, the worlds were filled with people, but the NPCs never had that much tech involved. 
I mean, mm. most when I was playing through these sort of games, there, right? yeah, usually they're just playing a looping animation. Sometimes uh, some NPCs never even head tracked or eye tracked you in the past. Mm. Um, these, how many times when you're playing the Dragon Age series, um, you'd see an uh, what was clearly a human animation playing on a dwarf. So you'll see something like the dwarf will cross their arms, but their hands are just floating in space, <laughs> yeah. like for NPCs. Or I, I remember I went back and played the first Mass Effect. I was walking around the Citadel, and I realized there's a character that they, I don't know if they ran out of mo- uh, memory or, or what happened, but there's one or two characters in the Citadel that literally have no animation. They're just a static just mash. Still. They're literally, yeah, they're just a frozen static mash. Uh, and I'm like, this is not unusual. You set aside, um, you suspend your disbelief for the Mass Effect series because you're yeah. interested in the story and the narrative. And I haven't heard any critique on the narrative yet. Uh, to be fair, I, I maybe haven't read the reviews yet. But um, Yeah, it is there. The reviews I, are all out now. So This isn't... This is not a Naughty Dog game. This isn't a fucking no. Assassin's Creed. Right? Like, they've never had stellar animation for background fucking, characters. That is... I have exactly the same opinion, Gwen. They make amazing games, but what they Mass, the Mass Effect series has been focused on was, um, I would say, their their overarching narrative and their um, narrative choices. And, and that's what people love about that series. That and the, mm. the colorful little moments, the these... Yeah moment the interplay between the characters that your your player character or sorry uh your various player characters that are walking around with you the interplay between your team and you the interplay between your team and the environment uh the writing that's what makes mass effect mass effect and the animation was just never a huge priority and you have to have priorities you can't be perfect Mm -hmm. at everything um so i i can totally undersee or sorry i can i can totally understand and see how a producer uh prioritized other things over uh animation bugs um i think i think i bet these bugs are fixed in a patch and um and i know you only get reviewed once and i think that's a shame because i think in like a year this game will be perfect probably less than Mm. a year um, it just takes a long ass time to, to get patches under the consoles. Uh, but, uh, I, I think this, this game will improve drastically. I suspect there's a lot of just a couple bugs that need to be fixed and then it'll be much better. And I think EA has proven that they are willing to, to patch this series and patch this game. I mean, they, uh, heavily altered Mass Effect 3 after mm-hmm. launch based on mm-hmm. the outrage from the fans. And that outrage I understood because that was outrage about the narrative. Yeah. Which is what, like, the promise of Mass Effect is a, a solid space narrative. Solid yeah. space opera kind of thing. Anyway, I'll get off my soapbox. No, I'm 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 shining up mine. Don't you worry. <laughs> I, I don't I Like, all the bugs. The, um, the eye tracking bug, which is clearly, like, that could be a number of things. A, a character could be, um, it looks like the eye tracking is, is fighting between two different characters. And so the... Mm the eyes are tracking trying to track track one target and then it's like half point two seconds later to switch to a different target and that's getting that weird jitter or yeah. something is dithering or it's like another <laughs> way that that could be happening is uh somebody some designer in the script was like okay i track the player but uh the code every periodically is saying oh track this npc over here 
Um, and so the code mm. and, the, and the scripting that Desire did could be fighting. Like, these bugs are all understandable bugs. They're all things you see right up until the end of development. Mm. Yeah, I I don't know. I think I just always react negatively when people <laughs> react negatively in a super, like, like, because you had some people just like, look at that person crab run. Ha ha. And that's like, yeah, ha ha. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> But then this was like, look at that person with a crab run. I'm angry and I, I want to send a letter bomb to someone. You're like, what? The yeah. Is, what is wrong with you? Why, why is it that reaction? Why is it not just, I don't know. I guess it's just a basic understanding of people, right? Yeah. It's not a problem you can solve with patches or in a podcast called The Dialogue Box, but <laughs> still, it's a weird it's we a We can't weird solve situation. the human condition today. No, I don't think we can, but... Should we wrap this up, you think? I think we should. I, I was going to wrap this up. But one thing I was going to say is uh, you can watch your GDC talk online. People can do that. And I watched it and I thought you were very good. I really oh, enjoyed you. it. No, it's just good. I, I watched it last night because I was like, I should watch this. Because Gwen right. has just posted it. Saying for, it's the, for the unaware, there's... Um, uh, the, as part of the animation boot camp, we do what's called micro talks. These are like five yes. minute talks that are rants or raves. Uh, and I will say my my talk this year was very difficult because it was a talk about community um, that is I always do the funny talk. So it was a humorous talk about how communities are terrible, which yeah. was that is a very difficult talk to write. Like it's hard <laughs> to write that and not come across as being super mean or super negative or uh, just uh, it, it's a kind of loaded subject that I'm yeah, maybe got- not very. You're going for laughs. You're not going for making an actual you fucking losers. Like you're not. You're, you're not, you don't yeah. want to piss people off. You want to make them laugh. So I think uh, that was a that was a fun one for for me. Was giving that talk this year. Um, thanks for chatting, you Chris Light. No problem, Gwen Frey. I hope you feel better. Me too. <laughs> Let the packs packs go. This oh, is fucking God. I swear. Go go. I know, man. Sorry. No, it's it's rough right now. This has been Gwen Frey and Chris Light, and you have been in the dialogue box.